opinions expressed during this podcast are conversational in nature and expressed for comedic purposes. Not all the facts will be correct. This podcast and the incoherent rantings within are often satirical and for entertainment purposes only. Listener discretion advised. Episode of Not Sure Take My Keys, Lefty Bones, with you here as always. Coming to us from the DFW, Vernon Foxtail. What's going on, bud? Handling it. Another day. Another almost a quarter. Almost a quarter of the year gone. Doing good, though. No, it's flushing away. Flushing away quickly. You're just handling it, though? <laughs> yeah, right? It's just, I am. Just, I'm just kind of handling it. I am. I mean, it's good. It's I guess good. that beats you. It's good. I don't really have anything witty, witty on the get-go. No, I'm not shocked by that. For my wit, I turn to the good Dr. Junk. Dr. Junk back from his, his hiatus. How are you, sir? I'm um, all right. How are you guys doing? That's the cutting-edge wit we're looking for. Wah, right there. <laughs> I'm doing I'm doing you great. Put, you know, pressure on me I did really like, miss oh, Junk oh, last oh, week, oh, but... I mean, Comptroller killed it. I mean, are you worried about her taking your job or anything? Yeah, she really raised the bar last week. That's right. <laughs> I'm coming for your job, Junk. I'm, I've got it. Oh, actually, I do have another doctor in mind. We're going to get Cheryl on here to compete with your... Uh-oh, I think we lost him. Whoa. He fucking quit. He does not want to he... hear about other doctors. He oh, does we, not. We actually just lost the doctor. <laughs> like... like... <laughs> Okay. He's like, oh, you're bringing Cheryl in? Fine. I quit. No, yeah, we did have a, uh, a discussion about that. Technical malfunction. We will resume this program in 30 seconds. I don't know what just happened. Uh-oh. This board just, like, crashed. Sorry about that. I thought it was some kind of case of professional jealousy or something. We were talking about bringing another doctor in. You're just yes. like, fuck it, then I'm out. <laughs> no, I was just sitting here, and it just crashed. I don't know why. It crashed on you. <clears throat> well, that's... That's life for you, isn't it? Make sure yeah. you uh no, you're you're welcome to join whenever. And who who were you talking about? Were you talking about Sherry? Oh yeah, she's the yes, she's about... the next doctor in doctor, the line. Doctor Cheryl? Yeah. Yeah, uh she's kind of got like some woo woo practices. Yeah, we can talk about witch doctor. We can have fights on here about chemtrails. That's exactly what we were gonna talk about. <laughs> I can tell that both of you may be a little bit off, and I'd like to send you, I'd like to send you a kiss through the new uh, new device from China that allows couples to simulate kissing over their phone. Uh, it looks like actually this. It looks like basically just a. It almost reminds me of the dick keyboard from last week in a way, but so you're gonna attach a mouth apparatus to your phone, um, and then it's gonna mimic your lip motions and, and broadcast it over to your partner's phone mouth and d does it have like some kind of oh man uh we need to like figure out uh, a way to put a link to this because this is definitely something that has got to visually be looked at but yeah like how would we describe the the lip mouth is it how would we describe well, that it's a, it's a silicone mouth so i mean basically you're gonna be getting it, it would be like you know like a like a sex robot, but just the mouth part. Yeah, did which is of course. Did any of you see it and just like think, man, I want to stick my dick in it? Because that's yes, immediately. <laughs> yeah, that's. You'd be like immediately. What I thought was like, like hey, well, babe, on the other end, just chomp. <laughs> yeah, but like I, what I'm getting at is the servo. Like how how did the servo motors work through that? You know what I'm saying? Like. That's, well, my, that's my guess data. is not very well yeah, because it's only $40. That it's a $40 yeah, thing, so it's that, probably just going to have little, little movements you're, in there. And Yeah, you're basically just kissing silicone lips for 40 bucks. What do you mean? Yeah. Does it move? Like, it's got servo motors in there that are moving around? 
Oh yeah, no, definitely it does. Yeah, no, they're moving. It's moving the mouth around. It moved the lips. The lips are supposed to mimic what you do on your end. Would be mimicked by my silicone mouth that's attached to my phone on my end. So I could feel your, I could feel your your matriculations uh, with your lips and for tongue. 40 I'm bucks. assuming. I'm hoping there's a tongue. This is for forty dollars, y'all. Well, what's what I find is unique is that this silicone mold of a person's lips. Well, what if they took it to the next level and did a silicone mold of your person's lips? Hmm. Revenue opportunity. Well, yeah, no, there's no doubt about that company. because these particular lips that I'm looking at are like there's a very full upper lip, which is uh, substantially different than the lips that I'm used to working with. What if on the daily significant basis. other has flat lips? Yeah, that's what Thin. I was gonna ask. Do you think they have like black? Like for black people, they have like black lips that are much fuller and bigger. Yeah. How big? How big? We, how big we think it here? Are we talking DSLs or what are we looking like at? Mar here? Marshawn Lynch or Kareem Abdul Jabbar? <laughs> I mean, I was gonna at least pick a woman like Venus Williams or something. Venus. All right. Oh wait. I like so that's where I, I like that's where your head goes immediately, like Venus or Serena Williams, like yeah. <laughs> Should I be so worried the, that Matt's into a guy? Junk brick house, man. He's all about that. Oh shit. So <laughs> I was gonna go with like uh, like Riri or or uh, you know Beyonce or something. So he's like, nah, bring me that full body taste. I want that. I want that full flavor. So the next thing is, if they can make silicone lips, like couldn't they make like a silicone vagina that? your girl can plug in on her phone and you have a silicone penis on yours and then well i guess it doesn't yeah that's backwards do a lot <laughs> that's backwards I sauce like brother where your head's at you want and her phone to have that, the penis on it and like you want your phone to have the vagina on it got me i know what dr really junk's was. thinking i know what dr junk's thinking he just had it he just had it switched it was just oh i need to switch him yeah she well, needs the penis she needs the penis you need the you need the vagina phone because in that way, you stick your penis in the vagina instead of you trying to stick your penis into a penis. Like two penis heads hitting each other like, pop. You know what I mean? It wouldn't work. What's that called, Chris? Docking? I don't know what oh, you asked me, but yes. It's yes, a it's a docking station, essentially. A docking station, yes. A, a dicking port. station, actually. Yeah, dick it up. Dick it in. I mean, it's not docking, it's dicking now. It's dicked. And not dicked Tracy. Nah, they got dicked over. Well, they need to they need to up their real physical intimacy if they're just going with lips right now. I'm just worried yeah, about I mean, this. I'm looking for so much more. I want I I'm want worried uh, for... I want boobs, I want armpits, I want <laughs> You just want the whole me. AI bot. You're you just need like, the fuck sign, it, like, you need the China sex. Yeah, doll. you're just like fuck the phone attachment bullshit. Just give me the straight up AI doll. Basically, yeah, you can plug into your phone. That you can plug into your phone, and it will transmit the part, uh, the movements of your partner. I just need her to be able to use the phone. How about that? Just that's she's gonna be able to use the phone. That's it. You could use a you could use this on the original iPhone that you bought for sixty three thousand dollars last week. So that would be good. <laughs> yeah, it'll work on that <laughs> iOS. Yeah, I, I don't know which one of you, probably Matt, was talking about. Like, why would you buy that to use it? Like, they're not buying it to use it, Matt. It's a collector's item. No one is buying a $63,000 iPhone 1 to use. I wanted, I wanted to hit you as I was listening to that. But that's what makes it worse. I mean, <laughs> Well, no, that's what makes yeah. content. Actually, it'd be like, oh, yeah, 63000 Oh, yeah, I'd buy it like that, and I'd save it in a little glass box. No, it's content, brother. Shit, slap me in the face right now. Do it. There I you at go. least want to put Angry Birds on there or something. <laughs> uh, no, I wish I could. Uh, we're going back to the, the first-gen uh, the like the very beginning app would be like the app that made it look like you were drinking a beer, you know, and pour or like the lighter app. You turn the lighter on and off. Yep. Those were the the premier applications. That was like flashlight. What the fuck did you spam. Buy phone for? The flashlight. Yeah, screen. I don't think that phone would even work right now. And it definitely, I don't think you could plug some silicone clips. All right, we're getting off off subject here. Let's... No, I brought it back. I know. Hi. Yeah, but we're not, we're not going to talk about that anymore. Well, if we're going to go ahead and if we're going to talk about kissing on lips, 
silicone, real lips, fake lips, whatever. I want to move on to a notorious kisser, uh, a, a guy that <clears throat> I don't think he was trying to be funny when he did this, but uh, took a lot of heat for mouth kissing on his kids. But it looks like Tom Brady is actually considering uh, making a career move and getting into stand-up comedy, which I think is a natural for him being just a hilarious guy like he is. He's got the chin for it. <laughs> it is important to have a strong a strong chin as a stand-up comedian. Fend off those hecklers out there. Jay Leno, you know. <laughs> he does he had a much stronger chin than Tom Brady. Though I can see he as did. Brady gets older, maybe chin continues to become more prominent as the rest of the features kind of recede. What kind of jokes could but, he even come out with though? Like what would be uh, his best one? I'm sure it has to do something with Gronk. I could see him telling some Gronk jokes, but I think my favorite form of humor is like really self-depreciating humor. Sure. Where you really rip yourself down. So I'd like to, I'd like him to discuss his his failings as a husband. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought you were about to talk about like the the Deflate Gate or something like that. But no, straight to the Giselle. Giselle. Yep. Nope. Maybe it's maybe it's one and the same. Maybe that's why he had feelings as a husband. Because of <laughs> things were deflating. Yeah, deflate gate. Yeah. They had deflate gate not only on the field but at home too. Oh. He had deflate gate in his pants, is what you're saying? But the one deflate gate was helping. Yeah, this one's oh, not helping. Not helping, helping him. <laughs> so no. there's there's actually a quote about this in an article I read that if he is indeed serious about pursuing a career in comedy, then the man just might be addicted to having people doubt him. He is not funny. Well, he's not funny. No, not at all. But I think this segues into him going in there um, in talks about doing a roast of Tom Brady, and I can just imagine the shit they're going to pull out on him for that. That'll be great to watch. Yeah, I mean, a roast of Tom Brady will be funny. It'll all be about that, Giselle. But... All of it will be about Giselle. Nobody's fucking going to pay to watch Tom Brady do jokes. Unless you're a Boston, you know, New England douchebag. <laughs> that is very true. And there's some Tampa Bay douchebags now that would probably go see it, too. And the 80 for Brady ladies. They would be up there, too. They just like Tampa Bay because he went there. Well, that's why, yeah, that's why they would be, yeah. You know, if Pat Mahomes ever left the Chiefs and went and played for... Don't say don't. I don't even want... I don't like this hypothetical <laughs> well, at all. Can't. Don't do this. He can't. Let's say he goes and plays for the Detroit Lions. I'm gonna fucking root for the Detroit Lions, aren't you? No. No. You're gonna no, still root for your Chiefs. No, yeah, I'd be like, I'm a Chiefs. You're fired, yeah, John. Like, bro, fired. No, yeah, I just had this conversation with a guy at work today. No, you don't do that. No. I mean, I'm the same way. I'd still be a Chiefs fan, Chiefs season ticket holder, but I wouldn't care if Mahomes did good there. Oh, so you're cheering for Tyreek Hill now is what you're saying? No. You're a big Tyreek Hill fan down. Let, let's let's back up a second. Tom Brady didn't really want to leave the Patriots. They kind of forced him to. If the Chiefs did the same thing to Mahomes, I'm still going to cheer for him wherever he goes. So are you Tyreek, I mean, I know that like question. historically you okay, were a yeah, huge Tony sure. Gonzalez I, fan after he left the Chiefs and you started being a Falcons fan, so I know that happened. Tony Gonzalez forced his way out of the Chiefs. Fuck that. No, fuck him. So, question, distinction here. Are you going to root for Patrick Mahomes because he was a former Chiefs moving on or because he's a good footballer? Well, it okay. It depends on how he leaves the Chiefs. Does he force his way out? Fuck that guy. Do the Chiefs say you're too old, ready to move on? Then that's not cool. That's Patrick Mahomes. He got us Super Bowls and stuff. No, if he forces his way I'm with you on that. If he forces his way out, which... Nah. I don't. I don't know. I don't. Why? He, they. Why? He said he want. Player who forces their way out. He wants in. He wants in on that Kansas that. City. Chris knows that. And that's why Wasn't I keep telling everybody at work. Of the car screaming, "Fuck Carlos Beltran." Wasn't I doing <laughs> this that? is true. That was God. That was a, a handful of years ago. And actually, mm. you were hanging out the top of the car, screaming at the top of your lungs. Fuck Carlos Beltran. It was like three years after Beltran had left. Also, it wasn't even like it was immediately after he left. <laughs> I, I remember when Zach Greinke forced his way out of uh, off the Royals. You made that little voodoo doll, and you were sticking pins at him and shit. Yeah, he was dead to you <laughs> Damn. for thirteen years. And he Junk. Back, I didn't know you. I didn't. Comes back to the Royals now. I had no idea Doctor Junk knew about them voodoo dolls like that. 
That's a new insight that I didn't know about. Why do you think your foot hurts all the time, Matt? It doesn't hurt. <laughs> You're doing it wrong. John yeah. puts a pin to the left. Yeah, it doesn't hurt. It does hurt. Think about it. It just itches. That's why your neck is always hurting. It's that it's that voodoo doll that Junk's got over there. Or the shoulder. Oh, that's so is now is Doctor Junk now into voodoo medicine as well? I I heard he went to New Orleans recently. Mm. Or I've been hanging out with Cheryl, Cheryl a lot. I've been trying to figure out for years what kind of doctor he is. I think we're finally starting to get to the bottom of this mystery. <laughs> He's the world's palest witch doctor. Throw that, roll those dice and get those chicken bones. <laughs> you got to put it in a tortoise shell, like ah. an upside down tortoise shell too. Spit in it a few times. And then throw it, roll it down and be like, yes. Making those noise is noises. Yeah, those are the noises that you got to make. <laughs> those are the noises that you got to make. So speaking of Kansas City legends, uh, I know we talked a couple weeks ago about the sod father himself, George Toma, heading down to do his uh, work at the Super Bowl field. And apparently he got really fucking old man pissed about the way it was handled. Like, really fucking old man pissed. He's done. He's not going back to do any more Super Bowls. It essentially said that Roger Goodell and the NFL don't care about player safety. They don't really care about the... Uh, the way that the field was put together for the Super Bowl, and he gave them advice. They ignored it, and he pretty much called Roger Goodell a fucking bitch. So I'm super proud of our sod father because Roger Goodell is a fucking bitch. Well, you know they're gonna off him, right? No, he's already he's he's already done. He's not gonna do it anymore. He's retired. Oh, you mean no, they're gonna off him? Like, I was gonna say he's 94. Gonna... Are they? Oh, oh, Dr. Junk, ah, Dr. Junk's expressing something else here. All right, I got you. Ah. No, well, they're if they, if they feel like they need to do his that. His remaining years? Like, yeah. His remaining old dude. Yeah. Remaining quote, oh, God. quote, Toma. Like, this is the, the, you know, the Phoenix retractable field that goes in and out all the time. First days he shows up, they overwatered, and it wasn't out in the sun long enough, and he told them immediately, it smells rotten. Once you're getting that that sign from a fucking field tech, there's problems there. I want to see. Okay, so I'm sure that there are many, many, many advanced ways and different metrics of trying to determine the sogginess or the dryness of the field. I'm sure that George Toma does not use any of them. He's out there, like, probably tasting the fucking sod and, like, smelling the dirt, rubbing it between his fingers and everything. Is there something to be said for... Maybe he's past his prime. Maybe it is time he moved on. Maybe he was wrong. Mm, good point. Good point there. I don't think so. Uh, when it comes to <laughs> when it comes to grass and sod, that is an ancient thing right there. That is it. I, I feel like the problem is is when we're using stadiums in the deserts of the world of the country. Yeah. And we're moving it back and forth, and you're speaking metrics and things like that. Toma isn't used to that. He's 96 years old. He's, he doesn't know the new way of how we transfer grass in and out of a stadium. But what he does know is the basic nature of sod. So if you can retract the in and out of a place, right? Say you got a bunch of sod soaked and wet. We'll pull it in the barn for the night. He immediately told him, he goes, you guys need to pull that out several days prior to the game. But they didn't want to do that. And that's basically why he's just like, all right, I'm done with this. Even with y'all's new science and your your architectural engineering here, you still got to work with a very basic thing, which is sod, grass. And what it was mixed with like Bermuda and like overseeded with uh, some other grass. But when you got right. when you got the sod father come in there and go, this smells rotten immediately. Like that's that's telltale. Do you think uh, conspiracy theory, Matt? It was his fault, and he's like. I'm glad you brought that to get up. Out there and be like, I told him it smelled like ass. <laughs> I am glad you brought this up because because today we had a FedEx driver show up to our dock today. He's a Philadelphia Flyer fan, by the, or a Philadelphia fan. Uh, the Flyers is the hockey team, but anyway, he's he's a fan of the Eagles as well. I'm QCing some gear, and I'm hearing him talk to our warehouse guys about how 
uh, yeah, there's a big conspiracy that uh, uh, it's funny that the Chiefs uh, field keeper always field keeps like all the Super Bowl fields, and it's funny that it was like super slippery for all of his Philadelphia players, and they didn't play very well with it. Well, that shows it's, you exactly how good George is, is that he was able to make the field slippery for only one team. The Chiefs, yeah. the Chiefs were on the field. No, it, was it gets fine. better because the, the guy was like, get the fuck out of here. This guy's this like, Philadelphia fans are so, oh they're my so God. sad. Just shut the fuck up. You fell before greatness. <laughs> the greatest quarterback in NFL history just beat you in the Super Bowl, and you're going to be like, oh, it was the field. It was the referees. Fuck yes, guys. yeah, the I field, the referees. This, cool. this whole payoff conspiracy. Cool. But yeah, yeah. What is even funny is, I don't know, you guys aren't really on Twitter, but like some Chiefs players and Eagles players have been going back and forth. Like Darius Slay, the cornerback of the Eagles, like on his podcast yesterday said like they were beating us. Like they were cooking the Chiefs offense. It was only Mahomes and Kelsey and that was it. And they were locking down the receivers and stuff. Like no, did you did you not give up thirty eight points? Like I don't I don't I don't know what this guy is on or what he's watching, but he was like, yeah, we were locking him down. We were. Lock- I remember two Chiefs receivers wide the fuck open, nobody ten yards near them catching touchdowns. Yeah, like Sky Moore, one of those. Yeah, was a lot of those. It's because the sun. The, the turf got him, grabbed him by the ankle and held him down. Well, it's just convenient that there's... the Chiefs groundkeeper was the groundskeeper for the Super Bowl, all I'm saying. That's They're basically a bunch of chicken shits. <laughs> That's what it is. Fucking chicken shits. No, but but to end all in, I, I love the fact that, like, George, I mean, he is at the end of his prime, of course. His prime, if anybody would have said, been a long time ago. But 96, farewell, I mean, man. Dude, our primes for a long time ago. Yeah, they, time he's ago. he's over. I think his prime was way <laughs> ago. Like, yeah, right. On. For real, for real. But I anyway, even, God bless him. I haven't even begun to peak. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know. Good and for him I though. Peak, you're gonna know it. <laughs> I'm gonna peak all over this city. You guys ever go out to eat somewhere? Like you found like a like a tough spot in the food that you're eating, like a gristle or like a little burn spot or something you think maybe oh like it freaks you out you think it's something else like something that shouldn't be on your food yeah yeah, yeah. and i'm like ah just fuck it just tough through it just you know you just kind of go through it you just work through it just go ahead and mow it on down. yeah you just kind of work through it yeah so uh yeah. a gal named Haley kirkland was down at the slim chickens in pensacola florida hey slim chickens no offense by the way down in pensacola florida i'm sure it was an isolated incident but uh she found a little burnt spot on one of her chicken tenders there. Went ahead and tried to tough through it, foxtail style. Uh, and then realized later that it was actually uh, a roach that she was eating. I feel like I'm, I'm going to fucking throw up. Oh, God. That's disgusting. Oh, God. So uh, she she reported it. And uh, Slim Chickens, though, did make right. They reached out and gave her $100, $100 in gift cards. So she can go get in house, or is it is it like a hundred dollars in house? Like only, you can only eat a yeah. hundred dollars <laughs> worth more of cockroaches in your mouth. <laughs> but the uh, whole incident did it did uh, spawn an investigation uh, by the the health department down there. They found twenty cockroaches in, on and around the foodstuffs in the facility, which is just I'm struggling to get through this. Yeah, that's I really mean, bad. That's, if yeah. you want to think about it, like... I don't want to think about it. It actually means they don't get health checks that often. Like I'm just saying, that place just got caught. All the other fucking places you eat, Chris, they all got fucking roaches. Gojo's did, and look, they had to change their yellow sauce, and then... They have fucking cats and dogs in their shit. I was eating it. If that, if that filet mignon was <laughs> dog, that was some good, I don't Labrador, Pitbull, I don't know. Good. When they cook it hibachi style in front of you like that, yeah, it's, it's like anything how, good. Those how, guys are geniuses. How you gonna like? Yeah, it's the only pussy I like to eat. <laughs> cat <laughs> on a hibachi. <laughs> hibachi grilled cat is the only pussy I like to eat, huh? Chris got as it. long as it's got as long as there's enough roaches in there. 
Just gotta put the yellow sauce on it. Which is not yellow sauce anymore. It's cheese. Just put queso on it. Just put you a little queso. Like it, though, when I sent it to you, didn't you like it? Pauline said she liked it. Nah, it's fake yellow sauce. It, it works. It's good, but it's not the real yellow sauce. I don't sauce. use that stuff, man. Give me a Chief's flag. That's all I need. I'll eat that. <laughs> I won't eat it, but give me one of those. So, I think I gave you both. I gave you that and cheese. Yeah, because you wanted to... Yeah, that was, that's actually very admirable. You wanted to give a gift as well for her. She she uses it every now and then when she eats rice. She puts some of that. I know she gets jealous when I send you gifts and she doesn't get me. Are you sure that's the way your mind sees it, or do you think that's like actually how it works? I was just making a joke. Okay, so that's the way your mind sees it. <laughs> so I have that's the way his mind. I have a little funny story. We went to eat at this really nice steakhouse. And um, there were some aquariums around the restaurant, which, you know, aquariums, water, food, always breeds cockroaches. And we're sitting at dinner eating our really expensive steak, and a little cockroach runs on the, across the back of the table on the, the bench we're sitting at. So I wrote this review after we checked out for this company, and <laughs> I was me and Matt or me and mom or somebody. And I was like, mm, reservation for three, please. We have to include our cockroach guests. And uh, so oh, very nice. at the end of the night, the, the waiter presents our bill and he says to us that next time you come back and I happen to be your server, your desserts will be complimentary. So I look over at our former table and I made eye contact with this cockroach who's still sitting right where we left it. And I replied that we would not be paying for this meal or coming back in the in the future. You know, it's it was a really sad evening. We had planned to host our client event in January. So we were actually looking to host a big event here. And so in my review, I said, to the next guest who happens to sit at our table, please say hello to my little friend. <laughs> the fucking scathing review from the comptroller. I love, though, that the... The cockroach was still like this, what, sitting there waiting to see how the whole, the whole thing shook out? Yeah, they didn't <laughs> he, he's even all like, remove him. Any uh, red wine? Like, it, escort, this, wine? escort this unapproved guest off of our table, please. Nope, oh, they no, didn't do anything. So, you gotta you gotta handle your cockroaches. Do you have a little lobster bisque I can get? <laughs> I tried to give it some of my Chantilly cream, but it, it wasn't having it. Did one of you like a nice Chianti? No, oh, God. Yuck. So moving from unintentionally eating insects, I want to get into a little uh, story from a German ice cream parlor that has expanded its menu with a skin-crawling offering. Cricket-flavored scoops with dried brown crickets sprinkled on top. Ugh. D dried brown crickets sprinkled on top. I feel like, to That's me right. immediately. I don't think of crickets. I'm like that. That is cockroach legs, <laughs> emulsified. At least when you're eating cockroaches, you're eating them on accident. You know, like you don't know you're eating them. I don't. I don't but I don't if you're gonna go cricket, you might as well compliment it with a little bit of like cockroach caviar. You know. What about scorpion suckers? Scorpion suckers. I don't want to eat any bugs at all. Doctor, I think it's coming though. I think it's coming. Here's why I think it's okay. So, insects are an amazingly nutritious source of protein, and with the difficulty in continuing to viably raise and, and uh, you know process things like beef and chicken and pork, insects are in pretty healthy supply. I think there's a lot of places where they're eating them already, much like this ice cream parlor. So I think just. Embrace it, Junk. Get up in it. As a doctor, no. what do you think health benefits could come from insect ice cream? I kind of wonder. Save the plant, too. What? No. No. It reminds me of uh, when I was a kid watching Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, where they're fucking eating all those bugs and monkey brains and shit like that. Like, I remember a homegirl had to stick her hand in that little that little hole with bugs in it with all the bugs in it yeah i mean that's sticking that's like noodling for insects i guess i don't know noodling i ain't gonna stick my hand in no hole no matter what even if he was gonna die him and the little kid were gonna die remember the spike was we are going to die so you wouldn't have stuck your hand in there you'd have made her do it yeah what was the kid's name 
Rufio. Rufio. <laughs> Rufio. Rufio. Oh no, that was that was so Pin Pan. It was Tim O'Shea, right? Short round. I remember he called him Short Round, but I don't know what his name was. No, that's that's. I mean, that yeah, that's what I was looking for. Short round. That was. The... Do you know that he's he like did like two movies when he was a kid? He did that one in in the Goonies. Huh? And then and then he didn't do any other movies again. And now he's in this new movie, and he's winning all these awards. He was honing his craft for this, like, 30 years of, like, really mastering his art. I admire that, actually. I like how Dr. Jump's like, uh, do you know that one actor? uh, Everything, everywhere, all at once. There we go. I think that's probably the best for our listeners. Everywhere. It's a movie. Okay. What's the actor's name? Guess it. Who's the actor in that? His name is... Kihai Kwan. Kwan. Played short round. Do you know that yeah. short round was the dog Booby of the film's writer Booby Gloria Katz and Willard Bielk? So anyway. I have no idea what you just said right there. Willard <laughs> yeah. ba- Basically, we all remember him as it's booby trap. It's booby trap. That's what I remember. Yes, booby trap. They are booby trap. That's, that's, uh, that's, like that's three a, movies since like 1990, and now he's winning like an. I said he was honing his craft, much like I feel like Doctor I feel like Doctor Junk's not happy with his, like. Lefty's explaining that he's honing his craft, but Junk is still like, eh. He's like the Goonies kid, you know. No, I'm happy for him. <laughs> he's winning Grammys. <laughs> well, I want to know what happened to the guy that played <laughs> Long Duck Dong in fucking. Fucking 16 candles. Because no more Yankee my wanky. The Dunga needs food. It does say his name in Indiana Jones was Short Round. Like I, yeah, Short Round was his name. Yeah. I thought that was just a nickname. I figured his name was... No. They gave him the nickname Short Round based on the writer's dog. Short Rounds you can make burnt ends off of, though. I think it was a play on uh, Asians <laughs> use dog meat for food, so they are like, oh, hey, let's name him after a dog. Oh, God, this is getting worse <laughs> by the second. This segment, this is this might be the one. Well, that's like, why I'm saying. Lost half, half the population of Earth has just tuned out <laughs> forever. Well, that's why I'm saying, like, how we ended is a good ender. So it is, I, I kind of weird, I was wondering if, it's gonna get this it way. Says Dan Aykroyd was in Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Dan Aykroyd? Is that right? Was he alive then? Was he alive then? She asks. <laughs> yeah, I think he was alive then, but I don't remember him being in Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. When did he die? <laughs> now I have to look it up. I'm gonna go with Dan Aykroyd's still alive. He didn't fucking die. I don't even know why. Oh, he was hiding in plain sight. He appears for a single scene, helping Dr. Jones and the ragtag crew on a plane. But he's dead. How can you do that when he's dead? I mean, now. I mean, not dead then. (laughs) He ain't dead now. (laughs) Oh, so it's just a cameo. I'm gonna have to go back and watch that. Anyway, I'm sorry. We di- I digress. Dan Aykroyd's son. He's alive and well. Uh, Stan. Oh, he is. Oh, Dan Aykroyd's yeah, he's alive he's and well. He's alive and well. Dan Aykroyd's son, Stan, and the actor that played Short Round actually went to uh, elementary school together. And so as a favor to Short Round's parents who were trying to get his notoriety boosted, Dan Aykroyd agreed to appear in the Temple of Doom try to bring extra notoriety to the movie. That makes some sense. That does make sense. It's like Brad Pitt having a one second cameo in Deadpool. Well, it, it's just everybody looking at it's Deadpool. just Yeah. It's certain actors Brad looking Pitt at Brad Pitt does a one second cameo in Deadpool. And I gotta look that up too. Yeah. Yeah, you have to, Jump. Yeah, look how much additional notoriety it's bringing to the table. Here we are talking about Indiana Jones, The Temple of Doom, and fucking Deadpool. Uh, sorry, Deadpool 2. Dan Aykroyd's in my Deadpool now, because he's probably going to die real soon. <laughs> I've already he's killed him off, apparently. <laughs> so, while Jump's looking that up, up, I'm looking at some pictures of this ice I'm looking at some pictures of this ice cream. Um, 
there's definitely more than just like cricket. Like, there's whole ass crickets on top of this ice cream. That's disgusting. This is so much worse than I thought it was. I don't know if I could. Pro- I don't know if I could handle that. That's a lot. Oh, well, he was wrong. He was not in Deadpool. He was in Deadpool Two. That's what I said. De- I corrected myself. Deadpool Two. Somebody saw that shit. Oh, okay. Actually, I do remember him being in that that scene. That's because that was the the one invisible member of X Force <laughs> when he fucking parachutes out and he hits the the wires. Uh, he gets electrocuted. Yeah, and it's, it was Brad Pitt the whole time. And he so did he it was for free. he was in the movie for longer than one second. He was nope. in the movie for like the entire movie. He was just playing an invisible character, <laughs> which shows you the range that Brad Pitt has as an actor. I couldn't see him. Did you fucking see him? I didn't see and shit. And he did it for free. I would hope he did it for free. He was in it for one second. Well, some people can be dicks and be like, yo, I need <laughs> nine million to be in your your show. Yeah, and then Ryan Reynolds would have been like, okay, I'll go ask somebody else. You know? I'd do it for free. You'd do Ryan Reynolds for free. I'd do Blake Lively for free. Like, I would pay to do Blake Lively. I was about to say, I was like, if you get it for free, it'd be like, dang. Shit. I'd, I'd also pay to I'd also pay for Blake Lively <laughs> and probably Ryan Reynolds yeah so. oh man we just have a big old orgy with them bring it on get all slicked up so we were talking about uh, actually last or two weeks ago we were talking about Brad Pitt and he'd sold plan B and he made all that money off of it great way to make money here's a list of some shitty ways to make money this is the College majors that pay the least immediately after graduation. You guys ready? Here's some things that we should. Like, I'm glad that I didn't go to college for any of these things because this sounds pretty shitty. So, number one on the list, the lowest paying college major is a theology or religion degree, which pays a starting salary after graduation of uh, around $36,000 a year. Yeah, but I... I think that gives you the criteria to actually create your non-tax-paying facility. So I don't, I don't, I don't boo that one. You just have to use okay, your so brain to be, figure out how to be work 36, with that. Thirty-six thousand tax exempt because you've started your own church. Well, what okay. You, but basically, what you got to do is, you, yeah. Well, shh, uh, shh, Foxtel's over speaking here, I guess. But yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it is very underpaid. But if you know what you're doing, stick with it. All right, next up on the list of uh, shitty paying jobs would be getting a uh, majoring in social services. You know what really sucks is that helping people gets paid less than anything Yeah, else. And, then, and then like realizing that everything goes worse when you don't really help people. It's like, yeah. It's, you want to start that, a conspiracy theorist in sucks. some rants right now? That's it. Sucks. That's boozier. Boozier, like... Quit wasting your time, kids out there. Yeah, don't waste your time helping people. That's no, like don't. Yeah, don't, don't. I'm actually surprised it's like just take care of your family and your friends. That's it. I'm surprised social workers and teachers aren't on that same level. If you win the lottery, give all your friends fifty grand. (laughs) Don't worry, we're gonna get to teachers, and I am gonna ignore that comment. Uh, So next up on the list, which is a major that I think can only help you do one of two things, which is either teach a class in this or be a stay-at-home mom, which is a very low-paying job. Stay-at-home mom or dad, I'm sorry. Stay-at-home parent. Uh, you can major in family and consumer sciences. Hmm. What is that? What it, yeah, like, that's hilarious. Okay, so... so do you remember... Like, so they give you a degree in zero-ness. You could take home ec. You could take home ec sure. in middle school and high school, right? But home do, but home ec's they changed been, the name of it to family and consumer sciences for some PC reason, I'm assuming. Oh, I have player. no fucking clue that was a college major. I mean, how many different ways can you learn how to fucking make spaghetti? Oh, wow. Oh, <laughs> so, yeah, you, you actually... Okay, so uh, you got to be fortunate enough to have a higher education for this, y'all. Sorry. Any listeners out there, that sucks. Figure it out. Go out there and, you know... Hammer some wood and nail. Oh, this is crazy. All right. Keep on trucking on. Yeah, just uh, jumping ahead a little bit here to one that's going to hit close to home for a certain member of the crew here. 
at an average starting salary of $38,000 a year, a major in leisure and hospitality. I find that interesting since my bachelor was in hospitality and tourism management, but your average restaurant manager makes 70000 off the grid. So I'm confused on that and what this particular hospitality segment goes into. I mean, maybe if you're well, going to go... My guess is that a lot of these people from a lot of these different majors realized that they got a degree in something that did not necessarily translate into doing something they wanted to do. Oh, that happens every, to everybody. Yeah. Every day. But so, I, I find that in client services that a hospitality degree gets you further, say, the financial field of dealing with customers... Because you have to know how to deal with people and how to be hospitable versus taking it and, and you know, running a, a McDonald's. Sorry, McDonald's workers. I don't know if you do have to learn how to be hospitable. I think you can just put cockroaches on tables and offer people free desserts and everything <laughs> will be fine. Apparently that works in some <laughs> restaurants. <laughs> All right. So speaking of helping people not paying off, the next four that are on here just really i think is a just disgusting reflection of american society they're the the top earners on the list but they all make average of forty thousand dollars a year <clears throat> the majors are early childhood education elementary education special education and miscellaneous education forty thousand dollars a year for these are all teachers 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 and they don't get made shit and that's why we're losing the race against China. That's why we were losing the race of humanity. No, we are definitely falling behind as a society. It's not great right now. I have nothing to say other than it's really fucking sad that we don't value education when everybody needs education to move forward in life. But let's go football. Yay. <laughs> I mean, I, <clears throat> I'm kind of hey, waiting on You can't be on the show if you're going to talk shit about football. <laughs> Talk shit about any sport where your athletes make baseball, more than the people baseball, baseball. who need, who are needed to push life forward and educate. We have a lot of fucking dumb people out there. Nah, that's for sure. I mean, we're, we're always going to pay everybody in the entertainment industry a hell of a lot more than we will always pay on guidance and teaching. And we want to bitch about people doing stupid shit well they're not educated they have no goes, fucking clue. when it goes wrong when everything goes wrong and did we have any was there <laughs> was there any i'm still i am waiting here in in anticipation for junk to earn his fucking keep say something that makes that segment not end on a down i'm like sitting here going okay okay education in this country sucks and we're failing as a society, and Junk's sitting there with his mouth, his hand over his mouth, and I'm like, the most <clears throat> highly well, educated. Here, here's the thing. Both of you have kids. What do you think your kids are coming into, into a world where education is not valued and prioritized? How does that make you feel as parents? I mean, my kids, just like everybody else's kids, are fucked. <laughs> yeah, well, I've, I've accepted that. It's okay. <clears throat> I mean... The thing that's crazy to me is they can turn their work in whenever they want. They can retake tests. They can, you, no kid fails out anymore. Like, you can't. If Brittany discipline. doesn't turn in her homework, they let her turn it in the next day and she still gets a full grade. Wait, hold on. So that's going on at the high school level too? Oh, I just, I thought that was just for like the fucking, like the retard middle school kids that got all screwed up from COVID. They're doing that all the way through? Yeah. She can retake any test. She can turn in her homework months after it's Where is she, is she going to Blue Springs or Grand Valley? Grand Valley. No, well, she's in she's in Grand Valley. They've they've been <laughs> You got you got stuck in their courtyard, so people, what do you know? What do you know, Lefty? You got stuck at the courtyard. People are afraid of disciplinary actions because why? they're gonna get a lawsuit pulled on what, them. What, why? Lawsuits are real life, so, just the same as like real life consequences. It, this you is can't confuses do that me. Anymore. You it cannot have I'm kinda confused here. Yeah, you cannot have real life consequences because that is a disciplinary action and you're not a parent. 
and teachers aren't parents and they shouldn't be able to instill values in kids. You know, it's, it's that's kind why of we rolled the way we did. I mean, yeah. that's kind of why we did. We did. I mean, to me, it's just <clears throat> I don't really think they're actually learning anything because if they can just like well, then just it, retake it, if it the over, system ain't gonna over, do it, then not. you should do it as a parent, help them out because you brought one on the planet. They need to help. There's, no, there's no consequences to any of their actions. It's, well, there is with a parent. You know what I mean? What I think they're doing. And I could be wrong, but what I think they're doing is they're just, they're making an early determination that the kids that are going to, kids that are going to go to college and continue their education, they're going to, you know, those kids are going to turn on their assignments on, in on time and do their tests right the first time, right? And the fucking slacker kids, they're just, all right, just go ahead and pass on through. Get them on out of here. We don't want their shitty grades to bring down our test scores because then we don't get as much funding from the state. Good point. Test scores. Schools are worried about test scores, not about people and learning how to be a, a decent human being, um, which I feel like kind of was instilled in us when we were kids is how to be a, a, a good human, how to cook that fucking good ass spaghetti, how to build a wood. on this show. How to build a wood. on this show definitely reflects how we were raised. <laughs> <laughs> to be good people. <laughs> but I, none of us are murderers This is going to be a hard edit here. This one. <laughs> this Did you know hard. of? Didn't you see that picture I sent? <laughs> oh, yeah. So none of us are murderers yet. We still have the old old school values. Like, I, I mean, you know, go drink out of a hose. Go play till the lights come on. It's, it's all different now. Yeah. I don't even drink out of a hose. Yeah, but what does that mean? Jason's is not going to put anything that... that <laughs> that looks that much like a limp penis near his mouth. He's no, not- but Junk used to like drink out of bottles out of other after other people and he, he used to throw down back in the day. He used to get dirty. Yeah, but I don't, I don't drink tap water or water out of the hose. That's gross. Now? What, did you elevate yourself? <laughs> Godly Dr. Junk is elevate. He's, he's Pokemon. He's actually, if you all caught Dr. Junk back in the day, you caught the evolved one now. He's got like 40, 450 more hit points. <laughs> They're well, going to go and get you on Pokemon Go, bro. For real. They're going to get you. Speaking of degrading morals, possibly one of the greatest headlines in the history of online journalism uh, was recently stumbled across. You guys want to hear about this because it's, it's both a, a tribute towards the moral decline in the world, not just in America, but also uh, the power of family. So here we go. Blind bisexual goose named Thomas, who spent six years in a love triangle with two swans and helped raise 68 babies, dies at the ripe old age of 40. Holy shit, man. Can't get a better headline than that. 40. No, you're not going to get a better headline than that, but let's, let's take a step back. Let's uh, analyze. Let's really parse this thing down. Yeah, let's, let's break, get down on this. All let's right. break it all the way down. Well, I know the goose is bisexual. Well, well also, is that? he blind? Well, let's start at the beginning. Yeah. First of all, the goose is blind, which I think may lead into some of the other things. But we've got a blind goose. Yeah, blindness. No seeing. That's why it's bisexual. It didn't know if the other goose was a... I think the doctor's catching goose. on, Lefty. I think the doctor's catching on. So that does lead us into the bisexual part, um, which could be, yeah, he's just trying to get his little goose dick up in whatever hole he can feel his way into, right? Good times. I think it's imperative to note that uh, Thomas is a New Zealander, so he's a Kiwi. Oh, a Kiwi? He's a Kiwi. Oh, a, that's a Kiwi blind. duck? That yeah, should have been Kiwi, in the title. Kiwi. That's ridiculous. They had an opportunity to slide that right in there. Speaking of sliding things in, so Thomas spent six years in a love triangle and i feel like we just glossed right over this with all the other shit he spent six years in a love triangle with two swans yes not other geese the swan two swans. so now he's a blind bisexual interspecies wow fucking uh like he's actually made some like pretty amazing birds 
<laughs> He's created amazing birds. Well, mallards. Okay, okay, but gazallards. It, it started back in 1990 when the black swan Henrietta flew into the lagoon on a New New Zealand's coast. I don't understand why it matters if it's a black swan or. Well, a she Henrietta was a black swan. She's unable to fly, like the other with the other swans. So she was left alone. And then this white goose named Thomas arrives. And though that duo, oh my gosh, so quickly formed a bond where Thomas was super protective. Um, anything that came near her. But after 18 years together, a new young female swan entered the equation and was spotted with Henrietta. Um, nobody knew that they were both females until later. The shocker came when the new swan laid an egg. How? Turned out Henrietta was in fact a male swan who had mated with the new female swan. Oh, oh so yes. Thomas was in a love triangle with a male swan and yes. a female swan. So, and yes. they went behind his back to make yeah. swan babies? Yes. Yeah. Oh, That's, yep. Yeah, so it wasn't actually Henrietta. Henrietta was actually Henry. They, Which is they were to, together it's 18 all years. A time or two. <laughs> they were together 18 years. Mm. Talk about catching up so, with the Swan Cardinals. <laughs> that so was a bummer. That was a time, bummer. Thomas helped raise 68 babies, and I'm assuming these were all swan babies, that he was just like, what, the like the Uncle Jesse for these swan babies? Yeah, <laughs> so Thomas so, decided to stick around with the duo where he played the role of doting uncle, helping to raise the swans, teaching them how to fly, and take care of them when their parents did not, because one of them couldn't fly. What a good Because of the, the injured wings. Blind. Remember, he's still he's blind. blind. He's, he's blind. blind. You gotta remember this. Oh, but Henrietta Henry flew off with another bird and Thomas was left alone. Mm. Then Thomas met a female goose in the estuary and he had 10 babies of his own. Yes. Let's right. yes. yes. go. Dr. Junk, what do you that, think? Because... Those are the genes that need to be propagated. Thomas has the genes that need to continue on in this world. That's what's going to, that kind of loving goose nurturing, that's what we, the world needs more of. I really feel like that's, this is a heartwarming story at the end of the day. Very relative. Well, except, for the fact that he, except for the fact that he just died. <laughs> yeah. But there's actually a memorial going up in his honor. So they're, they're looking out for. To Thomas, yeah, the they're looking out for Thomas. Abuse. But his uh, ancestry is going to go through It is, history. and 40 goose years is 80 human years. God damn. So that... I had a good run. That was... That's awesome. That was born in, like, the 30s? 40s? 40? 43? Yeah, 40. He was in his 50s, 60s, 70s. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I can't math right Gosh, now. Gosh, I can't math either. It would basically be like he was born in 1943. Yeah, I was about to well, say. Well, not I was if like we're that. in twenty. Not if we're in twenty twenty-three. Yeah, forty-three and eighty is twenty-three. Yeah. Okay. Boom. Nineteen eighty-two. Eighty. There we go. Eighty-two. But we're talking about goose years, jump. Yeah, jump. But it's still forty years regular. I'm 40 glad 40 that you're years. a human doctor and not a veterinarian. Forty human years. He, he was born in nineteen eighty-two, not nineteen forty. You are taking a heartfelt just touching moving story and you're getting caught up in mathematics and semantics and i don't appreciate yeah. it yeah man, turn that, off the doctor for a moment will you? Okay. yeah just, and it, just be junk huh our two viewers now we got two viewers now just ignore junk for a little bit well that's in, a, a very heartwarming thing i think that in the end thomas Goose, and henry thomas. since henry couldn't fly henrietta which turned into henry could not fly his tombstone now reads here lies thomas the great-hearted goose, nestled near Henry in their final roost. Here were they raised young and found sanctuary. Somewhere above us, these great souls fly free. Absolutely. That's, a that's good. great. Give me a round of applause for that. I really like the way that, that turned out. That's, that's fantastic. Does he really have a tombstone? He does. And he's really, like, buried next he to He is, him? yes. 
Why the fuck? Who fucking paid for the tombstone? I'm sure the sanctuary that nobody posted did. them. Nobody. No, I, yes, I'm somebody sure. Somebody goes. Somebody thought the exact same way you did. I'm sure it was like a a government official, and they're like, "We're not gonna pay for this." No, the head of the sanctuary ordered the tombstone because they were in a an assisted living facility. I don't get it. What don't the you understand? Bisexual goose. Who cares? The sanctuary it's, cared. It's... The goose estuary was like, yo, this guy brought forth lots of geeselings. We gotta memorialize him. Dude. <laughs> I don't know. It's stupid. No, it's so nice. You're stupid. Oh, man. <laughs> this is gonna be so hard to edit this, but there's a lot of different cuts that are awesome. You might not be worded the same way, Junk, but some of this stuff, yeah. I mean, we did we did a good one on this. I don't understand. Am I being trolled or something? No. It's no. a warm Basically, story. Basically, we wanted to end the end the context with a little warm story because we had what we had like this wow. estuary or you know goose habitat, this iconic land in Kiwi land of uh, where was it? Uh, New Zealand. New Zealand. That's where Kiwi sir. Yeah. All they wanted to do was promote funding for this place, so they put a memorial up for a goose and people donate. Uh, go the lot of beauty of it is, is, come see the tombstone of the bisexual blind goose. Yes. People we were will, end, people we were will literally flock there to see that. The fact that Junk took a huge shit on it makes it so much better. Like that really, that really, I was having a hard time getting through that. <laughs> this is stupid. <laughs> no, that's why I'm like, I have to edit that in because we got a good. So, when your cat dies, what are you going to do with it? I'm not going to fucking put a tombstone out there. Are you going to bury it? Yeah. I'll okay. So, at least you'll know where it is. But this is like a an iconic land space. Why? <sighs> Junk. You're not a humanitarian. This goose was a fucking pioneer, man. <laughs> was it the first bisexual goose? No, it was probably a warm-hearted love story for a, a, a place where all of its caretakers was like, yeah, this goose was awesome. Yeah, and, Let's and, memorialize it. And then maybe the goose was not or the goose was non-binary. I I'm going on the fact that that's probably not. Yeah. You are really, well, you are going to scientifically fuck this up, aren't you, Junk? I mean, Thomas, I, Thomas flew, <laughs> Thomas flew so that generations of blind bisexual geese could soar. And I'm so proud. I'm so proud of Thomas. There you go. There we go. All right. Thanks for coming in. Thanks for stopping by. Everyone, I think it's going to do it for us this week. Uh, Dr. Junk. Any words of wisdom for the people? I mean, I guess be like Thomas and spread your wings and fly high into the sky. And if you're blind and like people of the same sex, maybe someone will buy a tombstone for you. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. It's fucking stupid, so I tried. <laughs> And Mr. Foxtail, anything you'd like to leave the uh, the two listeners with this week? Well, if if uh, Tom Brady wants to get up there and, and get better than, uh, I can't remember what the one guy was. It used to be late night with uh, uh, some other comedian. Anyway, I hope uh, Tom Brady's comedian career will be as well as, as his. That's that guy that you didn't name? <laughs> yeah, I, I can edit that in, maybe. <laughs> Dave, who is it? All right. Late night. Okay, hold on. No. Way back in college. Oh, that guy. <laughs> yes. He was funny. Comptroller. Right. Well, on that note, uh, Comptroller, anything you'd like to leave for the listener? Yeah, that uh, if the police arrest a goose, it's because they're ex uh, they're suspected of foul play. God, is this going to be a fucking weekly thing now? A weekly thing? You're going to have, like, a dad joke? 
God. Dad jokes right. with controller rolling in. Oh my God. All right. That's, uh, I, I got nothing to say after that. So thanks everybody. And, uh, catch you next time. Live from the beach. Later. See ya. That's a wrap. Join the gang next time on.